Welcome everybody to Three Arm Prayer. And today I want to cap off Ayavarach David by bringing it all together and saying what we call a chiddush, something that I believe is novel. I'm not sure that it's correct. I didn't see it anywhere. But indulge me. As I explained, Ayavarach David is comprised of two parts. One part is the bracha that David HaMelech gave to Klal Yisrael right before he passed away and right before they really began the process of building the base of Megdish under the leadership of King Shlomo HaMelech. So David HaMelech is basically blessing the people and he tells them, look at all this wealth, but understand that L'cha Hashem Gdula, HaGvura, Tferis, everything really belongs to Hashem. Osher V'achavod, you know, you have the gold and the silver and the copper and the wood, you know, right out here to use for the base HaMikdash. But we all have to acknowledge that it's not ours. And then it ends off with a few psukim of L'cha Hashem HaGdula V'agvura V'ateferis. And I mentioned to you about a Gemara in Brachos that Rabbi Sheila takes these psukim and darshans them. In the prior episodes, I explained how Rabbi Sheila darshan these psukim. And I told you that it really came because of an incident which I really did not expound upon. What happened was that he sentenced somebody to flogging. And what happened really is, is that he sentenced him to flogging because this was a Jewish man who had relations with a Gentile Egyptian woman. And he thought that that, and that is improper. And thus he flogged him, but the king called him on that. It's not your business to mix in. And the story goes that he explained to the king uh, that the the sin was more egregious and Eliyahu Anavi appeared as a person to testify because they did not want somebody to get around that issue. And the king agreed to him and while he was in front of the king, he mumbled the words, the king said, what are you talking about? He said, I thank God that he made a king down on earth who was similar to the king in heaven, and the king was so ecstatic that he raised him to a position of power. And this all happened because Rav Shela was adamant and vigilant about the problem of interrelations between a Jewish person and an Egyptian woman. And then the Gemara expounds that each one, Rav Shail said, wow, I used that possum to get out of this mess and to get raised, I'm going to darshan. Those are the final psukim of Divrei Hayamim that are in Vayavarach David. The next part of Vayavarach David talks about what the Kohanim, the Levim, said to the Jewish people on the 24th day of Tishrei when they were doing tshuva. From what? Tshuva from marrying out of the faith, marrying Gentile women in the land of Bavel. So there's a fascinating correlation, and that's why I explained yesterday that we end off talking about Avram Avinu. Why would we talk about Avram Avinu in the middle of the Zimra? And I think the answer is that Avram Avinu epitomized the Jew, broke away, stood on his own, believed in God, and gave up everything, converted his own wife, obviously, and converted thousands and thousands of people to to hold the faith so dear and so strong. So these are two two sections of Tanakh, Divrei Yomim and Nehemiah, that talk about the individuality of Klal Yisrael. What is it doing here? 
And here's where my novel approach comes in, and I hope it's right. This is a segue to what? To Vacharos Bris, which is the end of the Nechemya um, Psukim, where it talks about the Kriyas Yamsuf and segues into the Torah portion of Ayosh and Oz Yashir, which are direct quotes from the Torah itself. And what does that talk about? What happened at Az Yashir when all the Mitzrim, the Mitzri people, yeah, that same nation, that Rav Shela had the incident with the Jewish person who wanted to attach himself with this Egyptian. And you break away. Where was the breakaway from the Egyptians? The final breakaway really was not when we left Egypt because we were still attached. There are people saying, let's go back. There were Egyptians chasing us, trying to catch up. When did we break away? When the sea split, the Jews crossed, and all the Egyptians drowned. And thus, this is a segue into the Oz Yashir Moshe, the story of the final breakaway from the Gentile interaction and life that we lived for 210 years in the lands of Egypt. I think it's so fitting that it goes together with Rav Shela's story, and L'cha Hashem with Nehemiah's story, how they did Shuva for intermarrying, and a segue into Kriya Shema and Yishtabach, which is basically Yichud Hashem, the uniqueness of the bond of the Jewish people with the Rabbanu Shalom, Jewish people meaning those who accept upon themselves the Ol Malchus Shemayim. I hope that uh, I, I, you're forgiven for going about three minutes overboard, uh, but I couldn't break this up into three parts. And if you have a comment, you can reply directly to me by pushing reply privately. This is Mordechai Kamenetsky. Three on Prayer has been sponsored in memory of Shmuel Moshe ben Chimshan Abraham Cohen and can be heard on podcasts everywhere.